this is raw. This is unadulterated. This is real passion right here. Let's go. We're not gonna talk about people. I wanna talk about that explicitly. That's when a plot twist begins. Instant smoke. Welcome to Otaku Street. Favorite place for video game discourse, anime conversations, and everything in between, right? Uh, your boy is here. Potter extraordinaire, Adam Johnson. Uh, brainchild extraordinaire, Christopher Johnson. Oh, my bad. Am I not supposed to do last names? Oh, it's too late. Uh, and tech man, Jamal Johnson. And I am here, your musical ox god. Won't pay no last name needed because you'll never find another. How are we today, gentlemen? Follow us on at yeah, you def- Otaku at Otaku Street Pod okay. on Twitter okay, so you're just not at going to You're not going to say how are you. You're not going to say how you are. No, I'm doing well. How are you, Wolpe? I am cool. It is lovely, lovely Mother's Day. Spend some time with the mother. You know, uh, nothing special. Welcome to the O Johnson Street <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Um, yes, it is Mother's Day. Uh, happy Mother's Day! Even happy though you're, Mother's Day, you're gonna hear this fucking a month from now. From now, and you're just gonna be like, "What? It's not Mother's Day. It's fucking like June. It's Father's Day." What's wrong with that? <laughs> yeah, you're gonna hear this on Father's Day. You're gonna hear the Father's Day pod on July Fourth. <laughs> no, like, American Independence Day for the uninitiated. We've been more timely as of late. I will say more but still not timely enough. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling that zero moms are listening to this podcast, but that's well, fine. In any case, actually, somebody birthed... Actually, actually, I can confirm that there is a mother listening to this podcast. Oh. Wow. I don't know if she listens to all of them, but she's heard it. There you go. Wow. Happy Mother's Day to her, especially. Right. I think I know who you're talking about. You should. Is it Miss Johnson? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I see. I knew it was Johnson. Yeah, it's our our good friend Carl Johnson from Grove Street. <laughs> oh man! So three out of us saw Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness. That was good, and I know Chris. I know Chris especially has some words about his experience. Watching yeah, that movie. let's not talk about it yet because I haven't seen it. Uh, oh it's, no, it's, it's nothing to do with the actual movie. <laughs> oh, just the experience itself. Yes. All right, but what happened, Chris? You know what really grinds my gears? You know what really <laughs> fingers my asshole? <laughs> oh, I see what you did there, Adam. <laughs> you remember that? Uh, I yeah. Thought, you know what really chaps my ass or something? Yes, it, it it was uh it was terrible. My ass was definitely chapped. Because um, you drove forty miles to the nearest movie theater. <laughs> hey Chris, who chapped your ass? The family who was sitting next to us during the movie the entire goddamn time. If you do not know how to fucking take your kids to the movies, don't take them. If you can't teach him proper fucking movie etiquette, 
What the fuck is wrong with you? That's what I, that's what was chapping my ass, Wolpay. So the only thing I will kind of give her uh, some credit for is that those kids, like a big chunk of their childhood has probably been during like COVID times. So they haven't really had much experience in a movie theater. In, in saying that, doesn't matter. If, if my kids were acting like they were acting, I would have snatched them up out of the movie theater. I would have been pissed off because I would have wasted my money, but we would not have sat in that movie theater if they had the way that the kids were acting inside that movie okay. theater. There's a little bit but of what mystery. Were they doing? Yeah, like what were they doing? There's a little bit of mystery there, Chris. What were All they right. doing? All right. So Adam saw a little bit of this. Jamal barely caught any of this because he was on the, the opposite side of all of this. Yeah, man, I, was, happening. I was loving life. <laughs> he he was loving life. Lex was hating life because she was the, the person closest to them. Missed half the fucking flick. Mad as shit. So these kids were talking. Not talking quietly. Not like having a regular ass conversation. Having regular conversation. Hey, about... is Doctor Strange talking to uh, to Wanda right now? Yes, he is. That's pretty crazy that Doctor Strange is talking to Wanda right now. That's basically throughout the entire fucking movie. Is, 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 is he going to do that to the thing? Oh, he did it. Yeah, did you, he did it. Did you tell him to shut up? I was so close, so cl- but I restrained myself. I I, I should have told. T- t- no, 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 no. I feel like I, I feel like that's one of those situations where you should be able to like be able to tell whoever's next to you like, hey, shut the hell up, and it not be like rude or anything because like it's a movie theater. You're literally disturbing the experience for everybody else. Like for the like. Oh my god, I'm sorry. I'm so flustered right now because Alexis was so flustered. And no, we were both flustered because they were ruining the experience for both of us. Um, I would have just farted next to them. And we're big Marvel fans too. So it's like it, it, it was it was so hard. It was just so hard, the whole thing. So the kids are literally jumping into the seats, like because they're they're night seats, like they were the, the recliner seat joints, whatever, whatever, right? So the kids are like hopping into the seats and shit. Uh, doing wrestling moves, whatever, whatever. They're swinging on the on the the um the aisle rail. Um, what else with it? Stomping up and down the aisles to go to the bathroom, shit like that. Like just obnoxious ass shit. I would I swear, swear to God, swear to God, I would take my kids out of the movie theater and be like, "No, we're leaving. You you guys don't know how to act. We are fucking leaving." God. And what were the parents doing? Just not paying attention at all one mom and occasionally i heard it so i fell asleep at some point during the movie because i'd already seen it the night before so i was like i'm not i don't want to sleep but i'm not upset if i do you know so i did so Um, so you drove 40 miles to the nearest movie theater to sleep during the movie no i drove to chris's house and then we drove 40 miles so you let chris waste his gas and his time so you could sleep during a movie. I slept that for you like had already seen. I said <laughs> I slept for like 20, 25 minutes. Okay. But in a two hour like a fifth of the movie. 
I had already seen it. And plus, I wasn't the one ruining the ruining the experience. It was those fucking. You know, you snore, right? He did it because I was right next to him. Dude, I was so. I was. God, let me have my story. No. I'm, you know, reclined. My feet are crossed. My arms are crossed. There are a couple times where I kicked myself up and I tried to play it off. And I was like, huh. oh, no, I got you guys. You guys thought I was sleeping, didn't you? <laughs> so I my, I, everything's crossed on my body. My entire body's folded. And then all of a sudden, my neck <laughs> loosened. And I'm fucking here. I'm like, I know this fight scene's fucking wild, but God damn, am I comfy. <laughs> Meanwhile, Alexis is fucking like her eyes are crossing due to blood curdling anger. I'm having the time of I'm so comfy. I'm fucked up. Like I'm wait, question. Were you guys at one of those uh like the movie theaters where they have like the luxury seats and et cetera? Yes, yeah. yes. There's a bar in the lobby. We had food. Everything the whole experience was great except for the fucking families living <laughs> next to us. Everybody right. else in the, the movie theater knew what time it was. They knew it was a fucking Marvel flick. They knew nobody should be fucking talking in the theater. <laughs> oh my god! Side note: the drinks were so fucking expensive. Uh, Jamal and I both got Long Islands. Those were like thirteen bucks, right? Five. You didn't pregame? Uh, no, I, I brought tequila. I'm like, so we had some in the car. Um. I wasn't Allegedly. driving. The driver didn't have any. Okay, please don't don't call the cops on us. Um, so me and Jamal are just fucking splitting a, a travel mug of tequila in the back seat. And so we, when we get there, we got two Long Islands, uh, each with thirteen. Or Wait, pause, pause, pause. I'm so sorry. Did Lex drive? No, the Uber no, driver drove. Drived. The Uber driver drove. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute, pause. Excuse me. Y'all Ubered, y'all Ubered 40 miles? Yeah, yeah, man. We Ubered. Oh my God. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. No, you're not, because you do it every time. (laughs) Oh, oh, I do it every time. Can we not be responsible adults and drink at the movie theater, please? Damn. Can I finish what the fuck I was talking about? Yeah. No. Let me play a sad song for you on the world's smallest violin. This is serious. Long Island for fucking $13. It's okay. Whatever. Long Island has a lot of liquor in it. Then we got tequila sunrises. Those were $20 each. Is this a fucking luxury resort in Panama? Or is this a movie theater in Leesburg, Virginia? Sorry. Leesburg Johnson. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) You know, that's such a, it's so nasty after getting like five tequila sunrises for a quarter at like in Towson when they do beat the clock. And now we got to spend $20 for one half shot of alcohol and a bunch of juice. Dude, in the past fucking like three and a half days, I've spent probably $250 just because I'm of doing things. Like I'm not even like going out and partying. I'm not fucking like going on vacation. I'm just right. paying for gas and living. Some- getting some alcohol and food, like groceries, et cetera. One of those things is a necessity, I understand, but also I'm an adult, you know? (laughs) You know, the essentials, gas, uh, fucking hard-ass liquor, seltzers, food, you know, this, what I I need. Okay. All right. 
What? What was that? What was huh? that last one? Uh, you know, something that Chris gets. Ah, you're right. It's on his grocery list. His grocery list every day. Anyways, gotta get his hey. brains in, man. If, <laughs> uh, if you're the if you're the mother to those children who ruined half of our movie going experience uh, this past weekend, the Saturday before Mother's Day, in case you need a a quick uh, trot down memory lane, um, do better. You know, maybe get a husband. Just saying. Maybe don't be a mother. Maybe don't be a mother. Maybe give your kids away. Um, or like, you know, put them, like, lock them in the bathroom and then go to the movie. So, Mind you, she was, while her kids were doing all of this, she was scrolling through Facebook. So she wasn't even watching the movie. No, Wope, no. <laughs> Not. See, here's my thing, right? If you're, how many kids was it? Was it just two? Oh, three. Yeah, no, you can't bring all three of your nasty little loud snot-nosed children to the luxury movie. Wait, 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 sorry to interrupt, sorry to interrupt. I don't mean to cut you off. I don't mean to cut you off. Go on. Go on. Hey! Okay. Okay. Go on, Wolpe. Go ahead, Wolpe. (laughs) (laughs) No, bro, you ruined my whole joke. Shit, stole his whole thunder. Yeah, man, I don't even care. Oh god, oh, shit! I've been, I've been waiting. That's why I bootleg oh, movies. Alleged, you know, not even allegedly. That's why Jamal bootlegs movies. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Nah, Jamal just does it. Nah. Can we chill out this episode? Can can, can we? In fact, can we all just chill out this episode? we've gone so far in fact you've gone so far Wolfe. you need you need to take the biggest chill pill out of everybody what are you talking about i am so relaxed no no you're not relaxed adam tell him to relax please 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 for the love of god relax I am so relaxed. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Sir, I'm really going to need you to lower your voice. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, Whoa. I'm going to need you to never do that again, Adam. Sir? Sir? (laughs) I'm going to get my manager here, okay? He's going to call the police on you, okay? See? Yeah. See, you made it worse. See? See, this is what I'm talking about. See? This is... This is exactly what we were talking. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, Chris, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Not to cut you off. <laughs> damn, damn, damn. All the high tensions here. All the high tensions. Wait, wait, here. wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Sorry, not to cut you off. Go on. Jamal's gonna cut all of this out. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna cut all of us off. <laughs> um, but oh yeah, uh, fuck them kids for real. Yeah. So scale uh, one to ten, how was the movie? 
I thought it was like, uh, so, okay, this might be a hot take. Okay. <laughs> hot take Adam over here. Uh, <laughs> I think, I think it was around, I think it was a nine, probably like 8.5 to nine out of 10. Um, not going to spoil anything, but cause we're going to get it. We're going to, we're going to do some stuff a little bit later on when it comes to Marvel. Um, but a lot of people were either like, Oh, it's fucking sucked or it's like the best phase four movie so far. Um, I, uh, you know, what? I'm not again. We're doing we're doing a Marvel uh, episode a little bit later, and I'm not even going to get into that. So uh, nine, it was like a nine out of ten for me. Yep, yep. That's pretty high praise. I, I, I really like. like they, yeah, like they start that movie start off with action, like almost off the jump, like not too long of a little prologue, like they just get the movie jump in, and then they start off with action. Then it kind of slows down a little bit but not where it's boring. It just to help progress the story. Then it's automatically like action back at the beginning with. So it was a very well-paced movie. Well, the, so the, that's probably the only problem I had with it was the pacing because um, there are, it's very nonstop. There's, it's just constantly going from one place to the other. And I think that works well to a degree because of what the movie's about. Um, but on top of that, there's, zero time for the characters to like just sit down and breathe it's always even if they have a discussion with someone that they're just meeting or whatever the case is something immediately goes down and like an, an antagonist is there already um i like so that no breathing. I, yeah and it's it's very chaotic and again i think that's why they like there's a reason to it um you know because Wanda's whole thing is chaos magic. Uh, so it's kind of like fitting how chaotic fucking things are, how chaotic they feel. Um, but at the same time, there's sometimes it's just like, what happened to the last thing that just happened? We didn't really kind of resolve that very well, but okay. It, the cinematography is fucking awesome. I like the liberties they took with like uh, how certain scenes played out, but. Again, this is a spoiler-free review, so if it's very vague, it's intentional. All right, so our topic that has brought us together today is... Is it better to stick to source material when you are remaking something, or is it better to take creative liberties and um, make the story your own thing? What do you guys think? It's uh, that's it really, really depends on what type of creative liberties are being taken. Like, I feel like you should never sacrifice for casting. Like if someone is described as looking a certain way or being of a certain nationality or ethnicity or whatever. The casting should reflect that mm -hmm. because there's a reason for it. Um. As far as like taking out little details and things that you kind of have to take out for a time, uh, we were talking about this a couple episodes ago, but um, like how the Harry Potter movie for a Goblet of Fire doesn't start with, uh, with it doesn't start the same way the book does and it pretty much, it, it skips an entire part of the book. And there's a whole task with like, uh, I think it's like a sphinx that talks to Harry in a maze and like gives him riddles that they completely took out of the movie. And I don't know if they ever even like filmed it or if it was just like, they just cut it for time completely. But I mean, it wasn't integral to the plot 
and it worked either way. But I don't know. It it, it really depends. It really depends. I would need like a specific example of something that has been taken out and just done so disgustingly wrong where it's like anybody could remake this better. Like the Avatar movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I mean like The Last Airbender. That That was... That was terrible. I don't understand how oh, you can you can take that and and turn it into that. That's why it's like I feel like you have to stick to the source material in in some way, shape, or form. But take the creative liberties to make it what what it because in some cases, like you're taking it and you're making it live action, right? So um, they didn't take enough creative liberties in. Um, and like uh, Cowboy Bebop, or it would still be around, right? <laughs> oh, we still need to watch that, actually. But yeah, we do. But stuff like that. I think um, I think it's it's better when you're switching mediums <clears throat> to uh, change the the context of the story a little bit because when it's a true remake and it's just like uh you know one for one just an updated version of something that's when it gets boring because like even if we didn't like the story it's the same story even if we did if we even if we loved the story it's the same story so there's no longevity to it um one of the one of the better examples like from me uh will be uh, probably final fantasy 7 remake um that's an example of like how much uh potential there is for it and how much is kind of been squandered a little bit because of you know certain players aka the guy who's responsible for kingdom hearts mm-hmm. um but like the original story was a lot of people in retrospect are like, oh, it wasn't perfect, but it's like iconic, right? And most people really liked it and loved it. Um, what they're doing with it now is they're taking liberties where they're literally saying, fuck you guys, this is not your story, it's our story, so we're going to change it. Um, and it hasn't gone over that well, but again, there's still potential because we still haven't seen part two of the remake. Um, but at the same time, if they made it one for one, the same battle system, the same exact cutscenes, just updated graphics, then I think it would be equally as uh, poorly received in terms of the story. Uh, The gameplay was great. That's, uh, and that's kind of on the other side of things where like they changed the entire battle system. They changed the entire, uh, like how how you play the game. Um, And that in a sense is taking liberties with it, right? So, Um, I think updating things that feel old is what you should do, but you sh- you also should be aware of what made what you're remaking great so in the first place and great exactly. So you have to stay true to it to a degree. Um, so yeah, no, I, I agree with that completely. Especially like when when you're because uh, you know how with time there's always culture changes 
and like the way we refer to things and you know things change so like the language that is sometimes used when something from the 90s is adapted to you know something after 2020 certain words and certain phrases and just things need to be taken out just for sensitivity like you know when people are being called the r word or whatever and you you know it's in it's in the script and you just you know things you need to remove yeah. Like those those are the things that I feel like people shouldn't be mad at. But you know, the internet will always find something to complain there, about. Yeah. And the fact, there are still people that are mad about it. Like I, I think it's so funny when like something's remade or like updated and uh or like made into a show or a movie. Like, you know, we were just talking about the MCU. Uh the MCU, for example, like they're updating certain things where uh it's it's more relatable to the common man. It's more inclusive to all the different, um, you know, groups of people nowadays, as opposed to how many there were back in the seventies and eighties. And then there are still people that are like, God damn it. All I want is a fucking good story. And my character's not to be changed for some woke, uh, woke culture. Agenda. Agenda. They got the agendas. I tell you what, it's all China's fault. It's all China. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, dude, it it, re- it really is China's fault, though. Why don't you just suck a dick and stop talking for a second? Because <laughs> people can like things that you don't like. Um, Jamal, thoughts? I'm thinking that when it comes to adapting. <clears throat> I guess media that's not in motion, like say if you're adapting a comic or, you know, a book, keep as much as the original material as possible. Now, obviously there's going to be some time constraints, so you can take off some the less important things because obviously you're going to show that instead of actually just being written, but keep as much of the original thing as much as possible. Now, when you're adapting something that's already in motion, like if you're taking like a cartoon show or if you're taking a a cartoon show to a live action or from, let's say, either a live action or a cartoon to a video game, I think that whoever companies or whoever should take the world but add in their own story. Could be already seen... We already have like visual representation of how that story will play out. I think what they could do is expand on that world in their own sense, whether they do something completely original or find a place to fit that within the timeline. I think that will help a lot more into maybe these ad- some adaptations not being so awful because then people are always going to be like, oh, that didn't happen. Oh, why is it shown like this? When it was already shown my, in a great way. My my problem with with some stuff is like Game of Thrones, for instance. Like for for anybody who I'm about to spoil Game of Thrones for anybody who needs it, skip this next fucking forty five seconds. The end is fucking terrible. Oh. What the hell were they thinking? Why didn't they just wait for the book to be done? What the what the actual fuck? I, I I don't understand. I I literally don't understand. Like you you were faithful up into like faithful to a T and you guys told a perfect telling of the story. It was great. We all loved it. It was the directors. 
I, I was gonna say I feel like that one might be a little different because you know how they had uh they had other jobs lined up and they wasn't that the story they had they had shit lined up with Star Wars or whatever and they wanted to hurry up and rush it rush Game of Thrones and I, I feel like that's that's a bit of a different situation but it it does still tie in because like you're ruining the artistic integrity of what made Game of Thrones special and you know and and after so many years of people like loving this show like this was like the number one show on hbo for years and for you to just kind of just fuck it up like that is just it, it's it's honestly it's unforgivable and even with this uh this new dragons show or whatever that's coming out i feel like the hype for it is far less than what would have been had game of thrones the final season completed in a more satisfactory way I do want to say this. Um, in regard, yes, I do think they should have waited for the book to be done. But at the same time, there's only so long they can wait because at the end of the day, the author is going to finish a book whenever he wants to. So you also have to, there's only so long you can wait while still keeping all the same actors to finish off the season. That's true, but they could have at least asked him, hey, uh, how do you plan on ending this, George? Like, like he probably did. At least consult the band. Well, then that's his fault, bro. You you should have had an ending in sight when you started this nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> well, in any case, whoever's fault it is, I, I don't care. I, I just am upset that we we have to suffer because because of it. You know what I mean? As fans of of the the product it's it's disheartening when when stuff like that happens um and, and on the other side of the spectrum we get stuff uh, uh like like uh the witcher right great video games we also have the the movies uh, or uh, not the movies the the show that is also really good uh and then the the books are are phenomenal jamal's uh, a huge fan of them J- jamal can you attest yes the books are fantastic and the show does i haven't really played any of the games so i don't know what they exactly I a- do but in the i can sh- attest to to the to the to the games the games are fucking fantastic in the show the they are following crazy, the general storyline there is a lot of things that they're taking out but they're keeping the main sequences that lead into the next part of the story. So it does help with that. And plus they're only keeping like the shows in like eight episodes per season or something. So it's just going to be a lot of stuff they keep out. Now I do. Now they are doing some, there are some creative things that, that just doesn't make sense. Like, um, Vilgefortz or whatever in season one, he gets beat by, I forgot his name, like Darkwing, like Colhorn or something like that. And mind you, this guy is supposed to be the strongest mate. So the fact that he lost in a duel for whatever reason, I'm like, um, all right, that doesn't really make sense. But the general adaptation is very good, though. So as a consensus uh, among us four, what would we say is the ultimate otaku answer to this question should you stay true to the source material when uh kind of when either remaking something or adapting it to a new medium um 
what would we say is the answer for all of us? I feel like it, it's still it's still kind of iffy because when you're adapting something to live action, I understand there are limitations that you just have to have because when you're working with real people, you know, there's there's always going to be some sort of hurdle. If it's something that's animated, if you're taking something that's a written work and animating it, I feel like you have zero excuse for it to not be flawless. Like someone has to have the vision and it needs to be executed like perfectly. Um, and so for, for animation, I believe you should always stay true to the source material as close as possible. Um, with live action, I can forgive certain things as long as they do not fundamentally change what the show is. Yes. And to or, add, on, yeah. and add on top of that, since it's a live action, keep what people in general do best. Focus on the story. And when you add anything that involves special effects, keep it very, keep it simple in a sense. I mean, obviously, when you have like magic powers and everything, it's kind of hard, but I guess limited. Don't try to be so extravagant with it. If they have a need to use that power, obviously, you're going to have to use it and do your best with that. Outside of that, don't make it seem like, oh, you got to show as much of the magic power as possible. Like, no, you don't. Because I think, and this, but this is just my opinion, so let me not speak for everybody. But I don't need to see powers everywhere. But when it's shown, I want it to be very, done very well. Like Avatar, Last Airbender, I feel like they tried, I don't know, maybe they tried to do it too much. I haven't seen that movie in a while. I never will again. But they definitely just should have kept it very well to begin with. But no, they wanted to do all extra shit with it. They they had like five people moving <laughs> one way. <laughs> Stop the yard like shit. I will also, never forgive. I will never forgive. Also, I feel like it. Monster. I feel like it depends how many degrees away from the thing we are. So, for instance, like um, if the thing has been adapted five, six times. Yes, I feel like it's okay for you to tell your own iteration of the story as long as again you're you're sticking to the source material and you're 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 just taking creative liberties. That's fun. I.e., like the Batman, right? We did we or most of us have seen that flick, and we all agree that it's pretty fucking good. So I would say that uh, yes, as as long as you are degrees away from the source material, then yes. You can do it. All right. So from the Otaku crew, the answer to the question is yes. But also no. But also <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, glad we could clear that up. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, if you're if you're out there making fucking live action versions of comic books or animes or uh, even older live action shows, don't fuck it up. You know, don't, don't fuck it up. Don't make it your story if it isn't. Okay. Okay. Do something that's original, but also, and not yours. Hey, hey, hey. Not to cut you off, but <laughs> Otaku Street out. <laughs> <laughs>